Hello, welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? Hi, I'm the only guy hmm, <laughs> of the night. Um, I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Woo. Yep, everyone else is busy. Well, no, we're just doing a uh, side episode for everybody, so... They think they're too good for us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for this side episode, it's a day where you're kind of resting um, in or around Trilithon Sanctuary. And uh, you decided to take out your new Gyarados, Victoria, for some training. Um, thinking ahead, you kind of went out into the woods a bit and away from uh, anything that she could, any houses that she could knock over. Unfortunately, you re- you found out two things while trying to train your Gyarados. Gyarados have very good senses of smell, and Gyaradoses are faster than you are on land. What? <laughs> Get back here! <laughs> Does it make any sense? So, You're a fish! Victoria smelled something and went slithering off into the trees, uh, leaving you to chase after her. At least she's giant, so I can't miss her. <laughs> she does eventually get far enough ahead that you lose sight of her, but you can still kind of uh, follow the trail fairly simply. Finally, you get ahead to a point where you start hearing the sounds of some sort of battle going on up ahead. Please, please don't tell me that Victoria got in some sort of fight. I'm done. I'm done for the day. So, uh, turn around the corner and, uh, just in time to hear someone shout, Pursuit! Um, and you see, well, the first thing you see is a little purple floating balloon that seems to be floating off into the woods. Um, it is quickly struck by an oddly shaped yellow worm caterpillar thing with like stubby white wings on its back and a tiny drill for a tail um, that's kind of shrouded in purplish light that slams into it and knocks the balloon thing to the ground. Um, The yellowish wormy thing kind of hops a little bit and then turns back towards uh, the boy that's standing there who looks... Familiar to you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Says, well done, return. And he returns, uh, the Pokemon turns back to you, and Jared gives you a look and goes, Liliana, Shadow Garden. Going for your second badge? You know what, punk? (laughs) (laughs) What about you? I think I'll go for it soon. Hmm. Good luck with that. Just tracking some Stantler and ran into a Gyarados wandering about here. Yeah. That would be my Gyarados. (laughs) Magikarp got pretty strong, just like her trainer. Just saying. Are you sure it's yours? It seems to be just heading off on its own whims at the moment. It's definitely mine. (laughs) I was letting her stretch her scales. Mm-hmm. She, she may have stretched it a bit too much. She was on the receiving end of a herd of Stantler last I saw. She's just very ambitious. That yeah, that makes sense. Didn't really see her. She kind of got lost in the shuffle. Uh, there was that balloon thing that I think was. There were a couple more of them around earlier, too. So why were you attacking that when you're going after Stantler? I thought a Gyarados would be more interesting. Especially one that was on land. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm gonna go find it. (laughs) Later. (laughs) You know which way it went? Of course. If I use my uh, perception, (laughs) which is not good. And I rolled a nine, in case you're wondering, Jared. 
Well, with a nine, you can see that uh, the slithering trail of the Gyarados has kind of gotten messed up by a giant amount of hoof prints all throughout this area here that are very recent. And uh, it's there's been enough of a battle going on that the trees are broken in places and things there. So you've kind of lost the trail. Jared. Yes? Which way did you say it was going? Tell you what. <sighs> kind of enjoyed those balloon things. And my Dunsparce took it out a little too much, too fast. Let me tag along with you, get one of those, and I'll tell you which way. Fine. He kneels down and glances at the ground for a bit, and then uh, points off into the trees uh, in roughly the same direction that the Gyarados was going in the first place. Just going that way. Great, let's get going. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh as you head deeper in for a bit, uh, Jared has decided not to uh, attempt to try to start conversation, and is just kind of simply juggling pokeballs as you as you walk. Uh, why? Why are you doing that? I bet you're going to drop one at some point. No, I won't. Well, you seem pretty <laughs> confident. I am. Good for you. <laughs> Why are you even out here in the first place, other than Stantler? Oh, wait, yeah, you already said that. Never mind. Forget it. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> Short-term memory loss. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting Pokemon out and around Trilithon Sanctuary, especially if you get close to the border. Hmm. Never know what might slip across. Like a Gyarados? <laughs> I'll admit that's a first. All right. So you head a little farther in, um, and you find yourself, you are right near the border of the sanctuary proper at this point. Uh, and trail leads down until finally you see what is a rough, uh, seems like a collection of stones piled on top of each other with a cave mouth, like near the front, sloping down into the earth. And at this point, you can actually see the uh, border stones for the Trilithon Sanctuary border itself a little farther ahead of you. It looks like they took it in there, or it went in there. Something. Huh. Well, get moving. Lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna walk right in, are we? You got a problem with that? Yeah, I guess not. And he walks in. As you head a little deeper in, and it kind of slopes downwards and the light starts to fade away. Point, and it's at this point that you realize you don't have uh, Professor Sneeze's hair anymore with you. <laughs> Jared pulls out a flashlight and uh, flicks it on while juggling Pokeballs with his other hand. How do you do that? Boredom and practice. It's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most people usually say impressive, but... Eh. Yeah, well, most people are dumb, so. Can't argue with that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Nah, I guess it's cool. So uh, as you get down, like, the uh, area seems to be getting steadily more damp and things there. The floor is mostly stone and things can kind of have little, there are little alcoves cut into the side of, sides of the walls, but there doesn't seem to be any more main shoots. Like, there doesn't seem to be anything shooting off anywhere. So you go a little farther down, a little farther down, and finally you start hearing the sounds of something struggling much deeper. Seems like several somethings, not not a full-out battle, but just things struggling with each other. Hmm. Um, in the cave, are there any, like, rocks um, or anything to, like, hide behind to maybe see what's going on, but without being seen? Yeah, it, it seems like the it seems like it's uh, worked stone, so it's not like this may have once been a natural cave, but it's been worked long in the past and kind of enough that it's almost become a natural cave again. So there's enough twists and turns that you'd be able to hide behind them to look ahead. Okay. Um, I think yeah, I might try and 
hide behind something to see what is going on. Um, I rolled a 17. All right. You sneak farther forward and uh, you don't hear anything change, so it doesn't seem like anything has noticed you. Can I get a perception? Yes. Also, are you bringing the light along? Um, oh, yes, but turning it off for now. <laughs> okay. Um, I rolled a five for perception. It is a little difficult to make up to, uh, make sense of what's going on in the dark, but you can tell that the area that you get to opens up into a larger cave, and from the sounds of things in there, there is a decent amount of water in the cave. Uh, the smell of salt kind of hits your uh, nose very sharply, almost like there's a salt water pool just this deep under underground uh, in this cave area. Uh, you do take a moment to note that, due to the twists and turns, you might actually be under the sanctuary proper at this point, but you're honestly not sure. Uh, you could be under under it. You could be still within the bounds of uh, catching Pokemon. It does. You're you're unsure because you went underground beforehand. Uh, looking ahead, in the light of Jared is kind of falling very far behind you, uh, like not making as much noise and just are like making a little more noise than you are for sure, but uh, still kind of trying to be sneaky and through. The light that he's do that he's using kind of reflected off of things. You can barely make out the shapes of uh, several. Like, you see a few uh, large circular things kind of floating in the air, and that uh, with just like little thin strips connected to them. And then in where you think the pool is, and around there, there's some amorphous blob-like shapes. Uh, moving and shifting about in there, and you can hear the splashing water of them moving about. And in between the two of them is a long serpentine shape that is very large and does not seem to be moving. No! Psst, Jared! Jared, get over here! Get get closer! But be, be sneaky. Um, And if you have a better Pokemon education than I do, probably you should use that. Just kidding. I rolled an eight. So you looking at it, um, you can see you guessing by the blob or by the orb like shapes uh, that you're that you're looking at and that you're seeing up there. Um, and from what you saw up above, that is those are probably Drifloon. Um, they're well known for kind of trying to take Pokemon or living beings and kind of spirit them off. Yeah, so it tries to, like, it's especially known for stealing children, because children like to grab the balloons, uh, like the little uh, trailing arms that kind of look like strings on a balloon. But they'll kind of grab at whatever they can. Uh, the amorphous blob-like Pokemon that are actually in the water, you can't quite make out. Uh, and then Jared uh, shifts up towards you and looks over and just goes, Are those frillish? In perhaps slightly too loud of a voice. Jared, shut up! <laughs> All of the motion in the cave just stops. <sighs> so just as you know, uh, Drifloon are uh, ghost flying type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Things, and you know the name Frillish. A Frillish is a ghost water Pokemon. And they're well known for... Uh, the name kind of his the name of that kind of sparks your memory. They're known for uh, grabbing things in their tentacles and dragging them their uh, layers deep underwater to be eaten later. Oh no! So everything has just frozen. Um. So everything sees both of us right now. Um. From the looks of it, it's kind of still hard to see in the darkness, but the uh, Drifloon are still bopping about a little aimlessly. The Frillish, the Blobs, seem to have more looks towards you. Okay. Um, I think I will use... I'll break out the old razzle-dazzle on the Drifloon. Okay, there are two Drifloons, so which one would you like to hit? Oh, one on the right. <laughs> um, got an 18 for accuracy. 
Okay, that hits. I have 22 damage. Ghost physical. You actually did 26 ghost physical damage. Um, it did not gain an injury, but it is flinched. So you pop up out of nowhere and razzle-dazzle the Durfloon, and it kind of uh, jumps up and slacks its grip on what you can now see is Victoria laying. Uh, she seems to be unconscious. Um, there's uh, a giant hoof print, like, right in between her eyes. Uh, and then you just hear a loud snore come out of the Gyarados' mouth. Release my Marip Woosley into the fray. Do you release Woosley onto the field? Indeed, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. So Woolsley comes out and gives a, uh, you know, condescending but uh, understanding bleat at the deplorable, dark, and damp conditions that he finds himself in, or that she finds herself in. She is a lady. I apologize. She is a lady. You cat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Same time then, uh, Jared jumps forward and throws a Pokeball at, um, one of the frillish, let's say the frillish on the far left, and says, Trouble, come on out! So he throws his Pokeball, and it kind of bloops through the frillish, because, of course, frillish are ghost types, so they kind of ignore normal type damage like Pokeballs. <laughs> but um, it managed to hit just enough of something within the frillish to bounce back onto land, and out pops... Well, the first thing you notice is the smell. Um, it kind of smells like he just released a load of garbage out onto the fields. Ugh, Jared, why? And the moment later you see it, and he did release a load of garbage onto the fields. Uh, the garbage sits up and blinks. He says, trouble with poison gas. Let's get them all caught up here. So... Hogarber sits there and can kind of shakes a little bit and then just bursts out a fume of just purplish gas that now wafts over the Drifloon and the Frillish. It also wafts over Victoria, but she's snoring, so she doesn't notice it. She was in the middle of breathing out, luckily for her. Unfortunately, the or unfortunately for them, the Drifloon that you had just razzle-dazzled uh, is kind of in the middle of... Uh, shaking its head and trying to figure out what's going on and it gets a face full of noxious gases. But the other Drifloon manages to dodge out of the way and one of the Frillish manages to ignore the gas but the other two get caught up and give out little ghostly weirdly bubbly coughs as they are poisoned. The first Frillish looking around at everything uh to drop its hold on Victoria for now and it turns and just kind of concentrates and blasts a orb of ghostly force at Trouble who kind of shakes as it hits the wad of garbage and uh, kind of works through it but he still seems to be or yeah Trouble still seems to be doing alright after that it kind of coughs a little bit again uh, and somehow turns a little green, even though it's a ghost. I'm going to have Woosley use Thundershock on the Thrillish, or Frillish that is looking worse for wear. So I got um, 13 accuracy for that. Okay, that hits. And then I got 31 um, electric special. So that actually did 27 electric special damage, which is enough to give that Frillish an injury. 
So Wolseley again sniffs aristocratically and uh, sends out a giant blast, a giant blast of electricity momentarily lighting up the cave and uh, striking into that frillish, which kind of jerks for a bit due to the electricity running through it before uh, kind of calming down. You can see that that frillish is blue, which most likely means that it is male. And uh, it's kind of working through the electricity a little bit as it's still kind of going, but it's still up. Then the next frillish, a pink one, uh, seeing that one of its buddies just got blasted by electricity, turns and fires a jet of bubbles at Woolsley, which hits. The bubbles lands across the uh, darkened chamber and slam into poor old Woolsley, and it does 35 water special damage. So that's two injuries. Yeah. <laughs> the bubbles slam into Wolseley, who kind of just uh, isn't quite as aristocratic now, but is able to still be up and moving around. The third frillish, I know, yeah, that second frillish also coughs a little bit after its move. Uh, the third frillish, the one who managed to think enough to duck its head underwater just as the poison gas came up. Uh, looks around, and it blasts a jet of bubbles instead at Trouble. And hits. Bubbles slam into Trouble, somehow trying to make this pile of garbage cleaner, but not really working. But it still does some damage. So now Trouble's looking a little the worse for wear as well. And it's trying to figure out what's going on. So Jared sees that going on and says, All right! Trouble, you've been doing great now, but return. So he returns to trouble. All right, Scorpio, you're up. And he throws out what looks like a purple scorpion thing with like a scorpion tail, and it's got uh, almost Zubat-like wings, but they're attached to arms with little like pincer claws on the end of it. Uh, it kind of looks over at looks over the field and sticks out its tongue at everyone and he says all right Scorpio let's even things out a bit knock off and he points to one of the frillish Uh, Scorpio swoops over and slams into the uh, one female frillish and so that frillish like looks like it just got slammed and it's just said it kind of weaves a little bit lazily through the water seeming kind of confused about what just happened to it but it looks like it's going to try to shake it off for the next attack. Uh, yeah, it's, it's looking by far the worst for wear out of everything on the field at the moment. Uh, next up, uh, one of the Drifloon is still kind of floating about in a daze because it just got razzle-dazzled and it doesn't know what's going on. The other Drifloon looks over and it actually turns towards Liliana and it razzle-dazzles you back. Ugh. It hits you with a very solid razzle-dazzle. Am I flinched? Uh, does 18 ghost physical damage? Yeah, oh, jeez. <sighs> I'll save you for later. Okay, how is everyone looking on the field again? I know some of the frillish are kind of knocked around. Um, two of the frillish are poisoned. Both of the frillish that are poisoned also have um, at least one injury, so are at less than half health. Uh, the unpoisoned frillish hasn't been touched. The Drifloon that you hit is poisoned and it was flinched, uh, but it it has not gained an injury yet, and the other Drifloon is untouched. Uh, Scorpio is currently untouched, so uh, Jared's, Jared and his Pokemon are both unhurt at the moment. Uh, his... Trouble had an injury, so his his Trubbish had an injury, but he returned her. He returned him. Sorry, Trouble's a, is a is a guy. Uh, and he's a man. Yes, he's a man. And Wolseley has two injuries. <laughs> okay. Doesn't work quite as well. Um. Yeah. I am going to use faint attack on the frillish that is looking the worst for wear. Okay, that would be the one female Frillish. Okay, so I know, like, for some other Pokemon, 
um, depending on what gender they are, they evolve into something like specific. Is is there a thing with that with Frillish as well? No, it evolves into functionally the same Pokemon. It's just pink instead of blue. It also looks slightly different. Okay. Um, I don't care now. <laughs> okay. I rolled 15 for accuracy. Okay. Uh, Fain stack hits right away, or hits automatically, so you're fine. Oh, okay. And then I got 27 dark physical. So you actually did 36 dark physical, which is enough to give it two more injuries and faint it. So you flick out your whip and catch that female frillish right across the face and fling it back into the water where it floats for a bit and then sinks back down and away. That's for Victoria, you scumbag. (laughs) All right. The other frillish that is still looking kind of the worst for wear. Ah. He's looking around, and it sees a new target in Scorpio out there. So it decides to shoot out another blast of water, which or blast of bubbles, which seems to be this the Frillish's favorite move, which slams into Scorpio. All right, and Scorpio is now looking almost as bad as Wolseley is, but it's still gamely sticking out its tongue at everyone. Thunderwave this time. Okay. And do that on the Drifloon that hasn't been touched yet. Okay. Uh, Thunderwave can't miss, so you don't need to roll anything for it. Oh, neat. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so you hit that Drifloon, which causes it to kind of. Uh, you feel a sudden hum since it's right next to Liliana. Uh, you feel all of Liliana's hair kind of stand on end and start moving towards the Drifloon as the balloon gets charged with static electricity. <laughs> so it kind of jerks around a little bit. Um, and the one frillish that still has been untouched in this entire battle kind of looks around at what everyone's doing. And it takes a look and it kind of focuses its energy and sends an amorphous glob of energy slamming into Scorpio once again. And Scorpio now looks like he's about to fall over. Still taking out his tongue, but he's still, he's not looking very good. What a trooper, though. (laughs) He will stick out his tongue against the world. (laughs) Jared looks and goes, Alright, good job for you too, Scorpio. Return! And says, Spartacus, come on out! So he throws out his Dunsparce and says, Defense Curl! And the Dunsparce goes and curls up into what is more like a ring than a ball, but it still curls up. So then one of the one uh, Drifloon that hasn't got to move yet, because it was flinched immediately, <laughs> uh, looks around for a bit and then kind of looks down at Wolseley and shoots out a gust of air. Right at Wolseley. And it hits and does 26 flying special damage to Wolseley. Poor Wolseley. <laughs> yeah. He's, she's still up. She's still doing well. <laughs> she's a fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw. Okay, so one of the Frillish just fainted. Another is looking not so hot. And there's two Drifloons up? Yes. And one of them is paralyzed, the other one is poisoned. Which reminds me, after that one sent out a gust of wind, it kind of expelled, at the very end of the gust, it expelled just like a burst of like purplish air, and it's just kind of like... That's right. Um, (laughs) I think, um, I'm going to use fling and can I just like pick up a nearby rock and use that or does it have to be something from from out of my inventory yeah that's perfectly fine so you pick up a rock it does uh, so you roll to hit using its accuracy okay I rolled an eight an eight and what are you throwing it at again um I'm using it on the frillish on the frillish okay okay so that hits so roll 2d6 nine Okay, plus eight 
so 17. Okay, and then plus your attack. So 29. Okay, you did 34 dark physical damage, which is enough to give that uh, Frillish two injuries, but uh, not enough to make it. And so you picked up a rock and chucked it, Frillish, and instead of just passing through like Jared's Pokeball did, this just hit with a solid thunk. And the Frillish just kind of its head knocked back. Or it kind of popped back up and is just looking at you like, did that just happen? Surprise! <laughs> so the other Frillish is looking about and it decides it needs to get some health back. So it shoots out a gust of, uh, or it shoots out this greenish energy thing towards Wolseley. But Wolseley has gotten tired of, th- of things messing up her perfect... Uh, wool coat, and so she just step, sidesteps to one side. <laughs> Dodges it. Um, the paralyzed Drifloon, who's just been kind of floating in the air, continues to float and try to wrestle the static electricity. Uh, it instead gets stuck a little bit in Liliana's hair, but otherwise doesn't move. Oh, hello there. Um, I have Woolsley use Thundershock on uh, whichever Frillish is looking worse for wear right now. Oh, yeah, that's the one that you hit with a rock, so okay. <laughs> Alright, oh, so close. I rolled a 19 for accuracy. Oh, so close. To, to... You do mm-hmm. paralyze it, no matter what, but okay, so roll damage then. 29 electric special. So you did 24 electric special damage. Because these guys have special defense like crazy. Um, It is yeah, paralyzed. And it looks like only slightly more than a stiff wind would need to knock it over. So it just got jolted with electricity. It actually leaps up out of the pool for a second and kind of shakes for a bit before falling back in. And it's just barely treading the water around it as it's trying to figure out what just happened. And it kind of looks around and goes, all right, uh, this is kind of terrible. I'm done with this. And it turns to go float, to go uh, swimming back underwater and away. As it turns, Jared goes, oh, no, you don't. Spartacus, pursuit. And Spartacus leaps forward and just slams into this frillish. Both of the both the frillish and the dunsparce disappear underwater for a second, and then the dunsparce floats back up. Uh, Jared looks over at the field and he kind of uh, flicks out a great ball. Looks like, and he tries throwing it at the. Drifloon that is poisoned and is a little more hurt than the other one. And so he throws it, but in the dark, uh, he completely misses. Just, it's impressive how badly he misses. <laughs> what did he roll? One. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana, like, tries not to snicker since, she, since he's helping her. <laughs> She's like, well... Uh, he, he manages to throw it straight up. Uh, to his credit, he catches it again. But... Oh, and, and tries to throw it off like he meant to do that, but he definitely did went through all the motions of throwing it forward and threw it straight up. Somehow. <laughs> Jared, now's not the time to show off. <laughs> right. Uh, new, new trick. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I am impressed. <laughs> All right. So then uh, this Drifloon kind of looks around at all of you and then suddenly shrinks in on itself so that it is now a tiny balloon floating in the air, which seems like it's much harder to hit. Just use minimize. Oh, no. It kind of like... Fl- Sorry, Jared. It kind of floats away a little bit. <laughs> And then a tiny little puff of purple gas escapes from it again. Oh, that's so cute, but sad. (laughs) Poor little Drifloon. 
there's still one like stuck to my head, isn't there? Yes, that is the paralyzed one. It has it it has no other problem. Like it has not <laughs> even been hit yet. It's just paralyzed. Okay, um, I'm going to use a dive ball and just kind of like try just tapping it on the side of its head. I will say that you auto hit with it, so just go to roll. Yeah, just roll uh, 1d100, and that's pretty good. Since it was underground, you can roll the minus 20. Um, so I got an 18 with the d100. An 18. Did you do the minus 20 already? No. No? So it'd be like negative. Negative 2, yeah. Um, the ball doesn't even shake. Ding! Congratulations, you captured a level 17 female Drifloon. It's paralyzed, and that's it. Another lady. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That, that is it. It is just paralyzed. Cherry goes, Fair play, it was stuck to your head. <laughs> no, aren't you impressed, Jared, with my mad juggling skills? <laughs> I just make it look so easy, don't I? Right. Sure. All right. So the last frillish, while this is going on, the last frillish just kind of looks around and is like, I, it, I tried to go and the other one hit me. I didn't. And it just tries to uh, absorb, use absorb on Spartacus. But Spartacus turns his wheel to one side and the uh, green energy just flies straight through it. Apparently, these guys can't hit. Oh, they've had a long day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this this relish is just like, oh my goodness. I thought, I thought we got a score. It was just a giant Gyarados. You know how 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 little food we can get from like that, and how much how long that would last us for food. And then all this happened. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel kind of bad. <laughs> Poor little frillish. just trying to eat. But I mean, it is Victoria we're talking about, so I guess I don't feel too bad. Um, right. Yeah, it is still trying to eat uh, one of your Pokemon, so, you know. Yeah, that's not okay. Oh. I am going to have Woosley use Thundershock on that Frillish. And I rolled 14 for accuracy. That hits. 32 electric special. So that did 28 electric special damage which is just barely enough to give that frillish another injury it uh gets jolted around a bit and actually kind of starts moving its uh frills back to trying to grab onto the gyarados in front of it and then they just relax and it floats down in a way <laughs> that's right you stay away from my baby <laughs> so it is done um okay so jared looks over and goes well all right let's wake him up just a little bit more be careful, Spartacus, but roll out. And he points at... <laughs> he points at the Drifloon. Um, and Spartacus oh, no. gets really excited and just revs up and goes flying through the air and slams. I mean, just slams into this Drifloon. <laughs> Uh, and the Drifloon basically gets slammed and just falls to the ground, deflated. <laughs> he crits with rollout. Wow. And Drifloon, uh, have 1.5. <laughs> yeah, that Drifloon is fainted. He just goes, <laughs> all right, that was the smartest move. Uh, trip, trip, ready for that one? No, that's all right, Jared. That was real impressive to see, so no worries. Alright. You did great. That, that, thanks. Uh, well, I guess I didn't end up with anything. Sure that's your Gyarados? Uh, probably. <laughs> we can go and check. Go and see if we can wake it up or something. You can always return it to your Pokeball, too. Yeah, we can do that, Jared. <laughs> Want to do the simple way? Liliana just like takes out the Pokeball and. I mean, you, you could definitely Victoria. carry. The, you could definitely carry the Gyarados out. I'd love to see it. 
Oh, yeah. Can't you tell by my giant beefy muscles that I can do that? Shut it, Jared. <laughs> I'm not the one who did who had the oh, idea. Liliana returns. <laughs> so as you returns, he's like, "Well, I'm not the one who had the idea." So, you know. Well, I'm not the one who missed horribly a like sick drifloon in the middle of a battle. So you know, that's that's a thing too, I guess, Jared. Who's Gyarados? Who are we chasing? Unconscious. How about by you just... Stantler? <sighs> you just keep fighting, don't you? You just can't have peace. I'm just saying, your Gyarados was about to be eaten by jellyfish. He turns and starts walking out. At least I have a Gyarados, and at least I <laughs> beat you that last time I saw you. You poor sap. Alright. Rematch. Three Pokemon. Each. Your choice. Fine. You're on, punk. <laughs> you can choose when. I'm, I'm sure you want to heal up all your Pokemon first. Yeah. I know you'll definitely need them to be healed and trained so they can at least have somewhat of a chance. Oh, I see. All right. So you head up and out. Um, as you're heading out to the front, you notice a piece of paper that you didn't see kind of kind of concealed on the side of an al- of the alcove on the way out. Um, on the front, in large letters, it says, uh, Miss Shadow Garden and Mr. Torres. I pick up the note and look at it, suspiciously. <laughs> it says, uh, thank you for finding and dealing with uh, this nest of ghost Pokemon. They had been, they had moved slightly out of their normal range. And as this is a site, a burial site that is rather uh, important to the people living nearby, it would need to be cleared out soon. Um, of course, you dealing with it is very helpful. So, uh, just speak with me again when you have the chance, and I will work with a way to uh, compensate you for your troubles. Sincerely, Nirav, the Keeper of the Stones. Uh, that piece of paper that you're holding is at least several weeks old. That's weird. <laughs> Underneath it, it says, P.S. Being connected to Triathlon Sanctuary has its advantages. <laughs> it just looks over and goes, All right, cool. Can get some bonus from the uh, gym leader. That helps. Mm-hmm. I'll be good. Wait, you get a bonus too? Said Mr. Torres, didn't it? Ha, 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 ha. Well, how about for our battle, winner takes all? Which uh-huh. means me. <laughs> all right. You know, fine. You're on. <laughs> Sounds good. Liliana shakes his hand and also <laughs> uses um, stealth to try and pickpocket him. All right. I rolled a 15. All right. He does not seem to notice as you pickpocket uh, 200 poke from him. Woo! <laughs> and uh, he looks at, like he doesn't even notice and then he takes a few steps away. Turns back towards you and goes, I'm getting that back if I win. And just keeps walking. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> All right, you guys are ma- able to make it back to Trilithon Sanctuary with no trouble and uh, get your Pokemon all healed up. So will you head out to uh, just kind of a cleared area just on the outskirts of town uh, that's kind of set up for battles? And the says, ladies first. Thank you for finally being a gentleman. Um, Liliana is going to release her... Oh, oh gosh, I guess I should have thought about that first. (laughs) Um, You know what? Sure, let's just go with that. Um, Liliana is going to release her Gyarados Victoria because she's going to be victorious. (laughs) He looks, uh, Victoria up and down. All right. Good start. Okay. Spartacus, go! And he throws out the much, much smaller Dunsparce directly in front of your Gyarados. I am going to have her use Icy Wind. Okay. And I rolled a 
10 for accuracy. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. 26 ice special. So that did 16 ice special damage, which isn't enough to give uh, Spartacus injury. So Spartacus shivers slowly as the uh, cold wind of the Gyarados uh, blows over him. And Okay, Spartacus, yawn! And uh, Spartacus looks over at uh, Victoria and yawns widely, and Victoria is unimpressed. So yawn did not succeed. <laughs> That's all right. Spartacus, return. He returns. Spartacus immediately and goes, Go, butler! And he throws out uh, what's familiar to you as a machop out onto the field. Um, I'm going to have Victoria use tackle. Uh, oh, I rolled a 20. All right, so roll 2d8. I got 10. Okay, plus 16. So 26. Plus 22. Um, which is 48. So you did 48 normal physical damage. So you actually did 38 normal physical damage. So that Machop takes two injuries. Ready? So... Basically, Victoria's just looming over this Machop and just slams down on him. And uh, Machop gets knocked back. If I just... All right, Butler, shake it off. Use revenge. Butler kind of shifts up and then shifts back and grabs Victoria by the face spines and just goes and flips Victoria up into the air and slams her down to one side. And he does... 62 fighting physical damage. Holy goodness. Uh, Victoria does only take half of that, so that's 31 fighting physical. Minus her defense. Okay, that's not too bad. So I might as well flip him up, slam him down. She's like super beefy with her HP. (laughs) Yeah. Slam her down and he goes, all right. Butler, good job for now. Return. Uh, throws out Spartacus again. Spartacus Dunsparce is out once more. I am going to use um, Bite. Okay. And <laughs> I rolled a two for accuracy. Okay. Uh, perhaps still shaking off the effects of uh, being literally thrown across the, the battlefield by something much smaller than her. Uh, Victoria lunges with a bite, but only manages to catch air. Uh, here it says, all right, Spartacus, defense curl. Spartacus once more curls up into his little ring. Okay. Um, try doing bite again. Okay. And I got a 17. That hits. 30 dark physical. Okay, that actually did 10 dark physical damage. Did not give it an injury, but it is flinched. So, Spartacus uh, weathers the bite pretty well, but is still kind of shaking over the fact that a giant Gyarados just jumped on it. Uh, Victoria's up again. be joking. I rolled a one. I got a rock. <laughs> this time, Victoria may be feeling a bit too pleased with herself, jumps forward at uh, Spartacus and slams face first into the ground, into the ground herself. Uh, doesn't take any damage, but kind of gets up and looks a little woozy and off kilter. Uh, okay, now's our chance, Spartacus. Roll out. Spartacus spins up and around and slams into Victoria, and he deals 26 rock physical damage. So times 1.5, it's actually 39 rock physical damage minus defense. <laughs> Spartacus spins faster and faster and just slams right into the nose, the poor aching at this point nose of Victoria, who jumps up and roars in pain and anger, and she is up. Do you... Icy wind again. Okay. <laughs> I rolled an eight for accuracy. Okay, that does hit. And then 25 ice special. That did 15 ice special. So not quite enough to give Spartacus an injury. 
but uh, he is looking the worst for air. And uh, Spartacus spins around with his wheel and spins back around and comes flying towards Victoria, who just barely manages to dodge to one side as the pinwheel comes flying Ooh. past. It's like, all right, Spartacus, try again next round. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to do bite again. Okay. Uh, I rolled a five for accuracy. <laughs> She just barely manages to catch the tail end of uh, Spartacus as he flies past, so roll damage. 37, dark physical. Oh, wait. 7, dark physical. Okay, you actually did 17 dark physical damage, which is just enough to give Spartacus an injury. Good. (laughs) So cut the tail end, and Spartacus is looking a little more ragged here. It's like, oh, come on, you can do it, Spartacus. Roll out again. And Spartacus comes spinning back around and just wails into Victoria. And this time does 21 rock physical damage. So 32 minus defense. She's almost down, Spartacus. You can do it. I'm going to try to use tackle. I have 18 for accuracy. That hits. 31 normal physical. That did 11 normal physical damage. Spartacus is still up. Wheels back around for another pass. Slams into Victoria. And this time he does 33 rock physical damage. She's down. Spartacus manages to slam into Victoria and knock her over. Victoria, having gotten in several good hits, still gets knocked down at this point. Jared smiles and bows to you. Zorua Ruse. Okay. Uh, when your Zorua Ruse comes out, she can look exactly like any Pokemon on your team, whoever you like. So she doesn't have to look like a Zorua. Um, I guess whatever the Dunsparce is most afraid of. <laughs> don't, Dunsparce don't really have natural predators. They're just kind of strange. It's gonna look like Jared. All right. Uh, all right. That's that's actually completely rules legal. Uh, so you throw out a Pokeball and Jared appears, uh, and he grins and starts, and the the fake Jared grins and starts juggling fake Pokeballs. <laughs> and the real Jared goes, I. What? 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 Um, I am going to have her use fake tears. Okay. I got a 12. Okay. So the fake Jared suddenly starts bawling, and the Dunsparce in the middle of its spinning just kind of stops and falters for a second. Like, I, it, it seems to be mirroring the reaction of Jared. I'm uh, just going, what? Um... So it loses two special defense stages and is very confused. (laughs) Time sparse. Uh, Keeps on spinning, though, because rollout just keeps going until it stops and spins over to slam into bruise. This time it does 33 rock physical damage. And as it hits the fake drain, uh, the fake Jared uh, shivers and disappears, and Ruse appears in its actual. Because uh, is that okay. what was that? It was you and how you'll look once you lose. I, I think uh, if... Spartacus, I think you're done for now. And he returns uh, the Dunsparce and goes, goes, Kappa, you give it a try." grows out, and uh, instead of the squirtle that you saw before, it's a slightly larger turtle that's blue uh, with, like, little feathery uh, ear-like things on either side of its head and a big old fluffy tail. And it looks at Zoro and looks back and looks at uh, Liliana again just kind of goes, it seems to be looking around like it's looking for a magic carp. Oh, um... Before you do anything, Liliana, or, yeah, Lydia, Liliana, uh, you can use Pursuit 2 to attack. Uh, the Dunsparce says it disappears if you want. 
Oh, I can still do that now? Yes, or because it's used as an interrupt. So you, you basically use it before the Dunsparce disappears. Oh. If um, you want to. Sh- sure. Let's do that. Okay, roll accuracy. Um, I got, <laughs> I got a six. Okay, that does manage to hit Dunsparce just barely as it's vanishing away. Uh, actually, uh, instead of having damage base of 8, it has damage of 10, so roll 3d8. Oh, okay. Got 6. <laughs> With 3d8? Yep. Ouch. Okay, and then you add 25. <sighs> okay. So, 31. Okay, so 31. You did do 21 dark physical damage, Dunsparce, and it still seems to be aware as it gets sucked back into the Pokeball, but it doesn't seem to be doing very well. And then, so now the War Turtle's back out, and uh, that would be uh, Ruse's turn this round. So, okay. uh, looks over the field, and Kappa decides to jump forward and bite at Ruse, but Ruse just jumps nimbly to one side. All right, I am going to return Ruse. So, great job, Ruse. Come on back, take a little breather. And send out my brutal spicy. Okay. As soon as he sees you do that, he, uh, uh, yeah, as soon as Jersey does, he says, okay, Kappa return. And he returns Kappa and throws out Butler, his Machop again. Oh, you butt! Goes, all right. Butler, let's set up for this. Focus energy. And the Machop kind of gets itself pumped up and ready to fight. Um, I'm going to use Razor Leaf. Okay, roll accuracy. I rolled a 17 for that. That hits. Roll damage. 37 grass physical. Okay, that did 27 grass physical. And Butler is still standing, but he's weaving back and forth a bit. All right. Butler, let's try to get off a hit before you go. Karate chop. Butler rushes forward and slams his hand down on Spicy. And he does 34 fighting physical damage. Okay. All right. And he goes, okay. We'll bring out one more time. Butler returns. And he returns and then he throws out uh, Spartacus next. Spartacus comes up and lands, but it is still Spicy's turn. Razor Leaf again. Okay. I rolled a four. Four for accuracy? That does yep. just barely hit. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so roll damage. 32 grass physical. 3-2. 32. Okay, that does 22 grass physical, which is just enough to give Spartacus another injury and faint it. So it gets yes. pelted by a bunch of... Uh, leaves and finally just shudders and rolls over. Get well, Spartacus returns. Alright, come on back out, Butler. One more hit. Butler jumps forward and he says, use low kick. Butler rushes forward and slides down looking to slam underneath and trips up Spicy's legs and kind of knocks Spicy over and around and does 35 fighting physical damage. Um, I'm going to return Spicy and send out my Zerua Ruse. I am going to have Ruse use Fury Swipes. Alright. Roll for accuracy first. So close! I rolled a 19. Okay, now roll a d8. I got an 8. Okay. The attack hits five times. Hold the count. So, so, um, Ruse comes out in just a flurry of oddly glittering slashes. Uh, first things first. Let me just make sure. Okay, so roll 4d10. 16. Okay, add 20. 36. Then add 15. 41. You had 36 and then plus 15? 
Or yeah, 51. 51. <laughs> I'm so bad at math. <laughs> Sorry, 51 fairy physical. Correct. You did 67 fairy physical damage. <laughs> yes. Uh, that gave Butler three more injuries and fainted him. So oh. Ruse nearly tore this Machop apart. Liliana high fives it. <laughs> Like, all right, well, you did well, Butler. Come on out, Kappa. Let's finish this up. Kappa jumps out and he says, "All right, Kappa, bubble." Kappa shoots out a burst of bubbles at Ruse, which hit all up and down her, and do twenty-nine water special damage. Ah, uh, she just faints, just uh, barely just faints, barely. Right. Okay. So they kind of slam across a ruse who's just barely trying to stand, and at her last moment, she kind of flickers up uh, Jared again, who just sticks out his tongue at Jared and then faints. And so uh, that means you bring out your last Pokemon. Okay, I'm going to have Spicy use Absorb. Okay. I rolled a 15. That does hit. And 21 grass special. So it actually did 17 grass special damage. Uh, and Spicy regains 17 health. The energy kind of sucks away from the horse. Oh, like in the lower screen says, All right, Kappa, we can finish this off. Jump forward with a bite. Kappa leaps forward and slams his teeth down on Spicy's tough shell and does 19 dark physical damage. Alright, I am going to have Spicy use Razor Leaf. I rolled 13 for accuracy. That hits. And I got 40 grass physical. 40, 4-0. Yep. Okay, that actually did 25 grass physical damage, which is enough to give cop an injury, but uh, not knock him down. And as the uh, huge storm of razor-sharp leaves clear, you see that Kappa, in the instant that the leaves started shooting towards him, withdrew completely back into his shell, so most of it bounced off of his shell. Uh, he comes back out and is looking still a little more bruised and groggy and kind of gets into a ready position, and then uh, a red light hits him, and he returns back to Jared's Pokemon. Because concede, if we ended up being... Uh, Papa versus your versus a grass type. It wasn't going to end well for me. Darn right it wasn't going to. <laughs> but hey, nice match. Thanks. Keep training up at Paradise. <laughs> oh, you know I will. <laughs> Good luck with catching your Stantler. Thanks. Uh, he goes to shake your hand. Liliana checks her pockets. <laughs> All right. Um... Give me a perception check. Okay. Ah, oh, dang it, she stinks at perception. <laughs> oh dear. I rolled a six. Six. Um, he stole back 100 poke. Oh, at least it was only 100. <laughs> and so he waves the poke in his hand again and, and walks away. Liliana just waves after him. I mean, she got more than he did out of this, so. She'll let him have it. That's fine. All right. And I think that will be it for this session. Thank you for joining us whenever this comes out. Uh, you can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon dash rollout on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokerollout. Also follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. Thank you to Rocco W for our theme music. Once again, I'm Nick, and eventually I will post at Poke Roll Nick. You can also probably find me in the tap room every once in a while. <laughs> and I'm Lydia, and I play Lily. Or, yeah, <laughs> yep, Liliana. Anyways, oh, <laughs> this is not the beginning of the episode. No. Um, and <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow8. And sometimes I post on there, but not often. But hey, if you would tweet something at me, I would reply. But yeah, find us in the tap room and stuff. And yep, have a good evening. (laughs) 
Right. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Everything has just frozen. Um, it's the ghost type messing with your computer. You're haunted. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Not, not, my my computer is fine. Oh, never mind. Uh, no, I, I mean, like, everything in the cave is frozen. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, that makes and... sense. <laughs> Spartacus. Spartacus. Uh, yes. Okay. That, that, I, I, no, that's fine by me. That works fine. <laughs>